0: Welcome to TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Jamieson. I'm a verified TikTok creator and professional makeup artist based in Dallas, Texas. After gaining over 800,000 TikTok followers in just six months, I became obsessed with helping aspiring creators and entrepreneurs unlock their full potential on the fastest growing app in the world. If you're looking to find your niche, increase your income, and build your influence with short form video content, then you are in the right place. My goal for this podcast is to inspire and empower you with actionable tips and insight from top TikTok creators so that you can master the For You page and build your brand on TikTok and beyond. There's no better time to start than right now. Let's dive into this week's episode of TikTok Radio. Welcome back to the number one podcast all about TikTok. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Victoria, just like the intro said, and today we are talking about how to leverage your analytics and some new features that we've recently noticed pop up in the analytics. Now, if you're new here, make sure you're part of our community group. That's our TikTok squad. If you go to TikTok-Squad.com, that's TikTok, like the app, dash squadcom you will find our Facebook Community group where we celebrate each other, lift each other up, brainstorm ideas, share new app features, and just get to know each other as a community. I feel like community is a super important aspect of the app, and sometimes it gets a little bit overwhelming in apps. So I love to have a space where people can go to congregate and talk and bounce ideas off of each other, and most importantly, network and collaborate with each other. Now today, we're also going to be wrapping up my interview with Jessica. She is a viral TikTok mom who is best known for her I'm making lunch for my daughter videos that are super cute and have gone viral viral. She's jumped to almost 2 million followers since I think January. So it's been a little bit crazy for her and it's awesome to hear her perspective coming from being a parent and a newly established creator. Before we jump into today's lesson and wrap up last week's interview, I did want to take a second to do a little shout out for some of my clients. As a content creator and a coach, a lot of my time is spent working with clients, but I do have to allow enough time for me to create content so that I can continue expanding my expertise on TikTok. So that's why I do have a very limited number of coaching slots because I don't want to spend all my time with clients to where I can't continue to learn about the app myself. And with our beta course that just launched, I am spending a lot more time there too. So my one-on-one slots are a lot more limited this month, but I do still have some availability. There's a link down in the show notes that you can copy and paste to set up a free consult with me. It's just a 15-minute little phone call where we can talk about your goals and see if my coaching style and my area of expertise matches what you're looking for. I have three women I've been working with who are absolutely killing it, and I just could not resist giving them a little shout out on the show. So first up, we have Tracy. I started working with Tracy when I think she had literally 17 followers when we first did our consult call. She is a fashion blogger and wanted to expand her area of influence onto TikTok, also to help grow her Instagram following, which is what I'm hearing a lot of you guys say. And yes, it is possible, and it is one of the main benefits of a discovery app like TikTok. TikTok is to grow and expand your area of influence over all platforms. So, Tracy really wanted to establish herself as a fashion influencer on TikTok because she already has a successful blog and Instagram page. She had no idea how to film, she was just starting from the ground up. So, we were able to take Tracy from zero to a thousand followers in less than 10 videos, just with really strategic planning. Honestly, I cannot take 100% credit for any of the success of my clients because I am just the guide. All of these women are putting the work in behind the scenes, so I'm not going to sit back here and say this is all me, because these numbers would not be possible without them. So Tracy's Amazon purchase video it was a cute little video about her Amazon faves that were designer-inspired. That video boosted her to over a 1,000, and then she also increased her blog clicks, so her click-through with the link in bio, by 250%. That's how many new blog clicks she had, new page landings, which is amazing because a lot of us, we are wanting to push people to other platforms and profit from those affiliate links as well. So Tracy is killing it. I'm super proud of her. She's almost at 3,000 followers now. we worked together for a month and she's still killing it on her own. So great job, Tracy. I'm super proud of you. Next up, we have Shannon. Shannon is a makeup influencer. She owns her own makeup business. She is killing it. She has a really established brand online, but she wanted to bring more of her influence over to TikTok and Show more of her personality there. So Shannon was already at eleven thousand followers when we first started working together. But since our month working together, she has already hit over twenty one thousand followers. I have loved watching her explore new areas of her niche. She's found that she's really passionate about the vintage fashion, hair, makeup that side of things. So it was cool seeing her explore that and seeing her explore new types of videos to do. She just did a really cute one for Mother's Day where she was a twerking unicorn. It's a long story. I'll let you guys look it up yourselves, but it's really cute and funny. Shannon's really been able to increase her viewership and is steadily growing, which is awesome to see. And last but not least, we have my girl Kaylee. Kaylee came to me about growing her pampering business on TikTok so that she could funnel people over to Instagram. She also wanted to grow her team and her business through product sales and through generating leads with TikTok. When I first met Kaylee, she had already had a few customers from TikTok at only 200 and something followers, which is awesome. And today, after I think it's gonna be a month this week, Kaylee's closing in on 3,600 followers, which is amazing. And guess what? She's already had one person sign up for her team from TikTok insane, you guys. The reach is amazing and it really helps you find those like-minded people that you can vibe with that are part of your tribe. Vibe with your tribe. Oh, I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. So amazing job, ladies. I'm super proud of each and every one of you. Like I said, if you guys are interested in getting some one-on-one help, the main benefit that I've heard from my clients of my one-on-one sessions is getting to brainstorm with you guys and getting to help you guys come up with that content that's going to attract your target audience. So the link to schedule those calls is down in the show notes below, or you can find it on my Instagram and the link in my bio that is at Victoria Jamison, and that's Jamison like the whiskey. All right, guys, before we dive into today's lesson and interview, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. Now, if you're anything like me, you are by no means a mathematician or a numbers person. And the word analytics kind of makes you want to crawl into a hole and never come out again. Am I right? I almost failed math in high school multiple times. So when people started telling me to look at my analytics as I was growing my brand and my businesses on social media back in 2016, I cringed. I did not want to deal with the number side of things. But what I've come to find out is that analytics are such a powerful tool so that you can really understand your audience and put your efforts to where they really matter so that you're not just spinning your wheels and putting effort in and getting no results. Analytics are the key that unlocks that time management aspect that helps you decide where to put your time. So today I'm going to go over a few of the analytic features of TikTok and some new things that I've noticed, which is super exciting, and then give you three reasons why you need to be tracking your analytics. First and foremost, TikTok has built-in analytics, so you do not have to pay for any outside service to access your analytics. Do not let anyone tell you that you have to. You can sign up for a free pro account. This is open to anyone at any follower size. If you are actively trying to grow a following on TikTok for your business as an influencer or as a small business, you absolutely need to have a pro account. There is no downside at all. If you need a video tutorial on how to create that pro account, there is one in our TikTok squad, go to tiktok-squad.com, join our Facebook group, and then check out the unit section because there's lots of great tutorials in there to help you perfect your account. Now, once you have the pro account set up, it can take two or three days to show your analytics for your profile. So you want to set this up as soon as possible, as soon as you get on the app That way you have data to go back and look at. Now the only bad thing is that you can only see 28 days back as of right now. So you wanna make sure that you are taking screenshots and tracking these numbers on your own. Here's just a few of the metrics that you can access in the analytics panel of your profile. And there's also a separate analytics panel for individual videos. So for your profile, you have the overview panel, the content panel, and then the followers panel. For the overview, you can see how many video views you've gotten in the last seven days, as well as the last 28 days. You can see individual days, which did better than others and see how many views you got on each of those days. Then it's the same thing for followers. You can have a seven-day view or a 28-day view, and there's a cute little graph that we want to keep trending up so you can go back and see how many followers you had on a given day in the last 28 days and see those graphed out. I'm a visual person, so I love the graphs. I would rather see that than anything. That's why I love this analytics panel compared to other apps. Now for profile views, you can see seven days and 28 days. It does show you a little graph as well of the individual days so that you can see, you know, this day when I had this video trending on May 5th, you know, that day I had the most profile views. So you can see what videos and what content is driving traffic to your page, which is great if you're working with brands using that click through link in your profile. Now on the content panel, it tells you which sick, which posts on the content panel. You can see what videos you've posted in the last six to seven days. You can see what videos you've posted in the past seven days. It tells you on average if that's more or less than what you normally post and ranks them and shows what is trending down at the bottom where it says trending videos. So for me, my Raising Cane's ad is still trending, which was over to uh, I guess a week and a half ago. So it's interesting to see what content is still trending. I in fact have a video on my trending, actually one, two, three, four five of these videos that are from over a month ago so it's really awesome to see what kind of content is still circulating because that means that content would probably be something I wanted to do in a similar way later that was such a convoluted way to say look at this so you know what kind of content to create in the future and the last panel is your followers panel here you can see how much you've increased in the last week you can see the breakdown of gender whether it's female or male You can also see your top territories, which is nice, especially for working with brands. So my number one is the United States, but surprisingly, it's only 50%. So my other top ones are United Kingdom, India, Canada, and Australia. Another interesting metric that you can see is follower activity. This is the key for when people say, "Is there a best time to post on TikTok?" You can look here on your follower activity and see what times of day your followers are the most active. I do not think that there is an optimal time to post on TikTok personally because stuff can go viral a month after you post it. So, you can, you know, try to play the system a little bit and see What's doing better at what times? Typically, doing stuff at the times when people are awake in your country is going to be the best, or in your main country where your content's showing up but i think if a video goes viral it's going to go viral no matter what because it has that je ne sais quoi it factor that is what makes up viral videos that we're constantly trying to replicate so that rewatch factor that shareability factor and that you know thing that hooks people in if it has all of those it's going to go viral no matter when you post it but if we're trying to be consistent you know we might want to decide to upload every morning so people can expect new videos from us then it's just up to you i for a long time read this metric wrong because I did not realize it's in universal time you guys it's not in your specific time zone so make sure when you look at it you are converting those times as well because for the longest time I wasn't which makes me think that there is no optimal time really because I was posting you know probably at the least optimal time for what time it actually should have been at or actually reflected in the chart because of the time difference Another really interesting part in the analytics is it says what videos your followers have watched. So it's a great inspiration to see, you know, what your followers like, and then also sounds that your followers listen to. So then you have a little bit of inspiration for sounds to incorporate into your content. Now, the other way that you can track your analytics is by looking at the individual videos themselves. This is a totally different looking page, although it is similar, it has graphs and whatnot. If you go to your own video and then click the three dots at the bottom, you should see an option if you have a pro account that says analytics. When you go to this page, you're gonna see a little thumbnail from your video. It's gonna tell you the exact time and date it was posted and then it'll tell you the total play time so far, total views, average watch time, how many likes, comments, and shares it got, the traffic source types and the audience territories. This is so interesting, especially when you have a video go big, big, and then you see that, wow, like this video got most of the views from India. I wonder why. So it's really interesting from a creator standpoint to see what content does well where and see why it does it and get to kind of brainstorm why and see how you can replicate that or if you even want to replicate that. We talk a lot about how going mini viral in your niche is way way more valuable than going big big viral so getting to see these traffic sources is super interesting and here the key thing is watch time because we've talked about on my episode about the for you page about how important watch time is so these are numbers that you can feel free to track in a spreadsheet but I've Find that just looking at them on the video is great. Now, the average watch time is so, so, so important. So keep an eye on this. And you will notice that rather than just letting you know if the traffic's from following or the For You page, now it lets you know if it's from following, personal profile, For You page, sounds or hashtags and those sounds and hashtags it's a really interesting addition in my mind I know on Instagram the analytics in app do let you know if you're being seen on the explore page or on hashtags so we can equate the explore page with the for you page hashtags with hashtags personal profile from personal profile but the cool thing is here that you can be discovered from a sound so if you are the first to jump on a really popular sound and you're really high up there people will see your video on that sound when they go to look at it and see what. What other people are creating there. So, what this tells me is that people are not only discovering content from the For You page now, but much more people are looking at their following page because I've noticed recently a lot of my videos that I thought were doing really, really well. So, obviously, we're on the For You page. We're actually on following, and I'll get to that in a second. Now, when you look at where people are discovering your content, that helps you determine what is performing well with what audience. Yes, it is great to get on the For You page and attract that new audience, and we do want that from time to time, but we also wanna foster that community we already have. My goal for my clients is that they do not have to depend on the For You page to be seen and have eyeballs on their content. I think the biggest goal, just like with YouTube and other video-based platforms, is you want that built-in audience that is going to tune in no matter what because they love you and they love your content. When we start seeing high views with your analytics based mostly around followers and not the for you page as you would expect, that is really a sign for me as a TikTok expert and coach that your content is performing well and that your account is thriving. Because if you're getting great views from your follower base, that means that you have a great community of active followers built underneath you, which is awesome. And that's what we want because those are the people that are going to follow you to other platforms. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today about analytics. Be sure to submit your questions on my website, victoriajamison.com. You can also send me an email, victoria at like the podcast, or you can use the Anchor app to actually send me a voice message, and I can plug it in here and answer your question live on the show. I am planning on doing a Q&A episode. So I need more questions from you guys. I know you guys have them because I see them in our Facebook community group and on Instagram and in my email inbox. So feel free to send a voice message. It'd be really cool to hear from more of you, not just see your words on the screen. Remember, if you like this podcast and you want to support us without spending a dime, just leave us a review in the iTunes store. If you don't have an iPhone, go steal one. Don't actually steal it. Borrow it and then go write a review for us. Leave your Instagram handle for a shout out on Instagram and a big thank you. I am going to start doing giveaways for people that leave us reviews in the iTunes store, so make sure you guys get on that. And without further ado, here is the rest of our interview with Jessica. If you guys didn't catch last week's episode, be sure to go back and listen to that before you tune into this one or else you're going to be super confused. Here it is. So if you could go back and kind of start your journey on TikTok over today, <laughs> is there anything you would do differently?
1: If I knew I was going to grow yeah, that fast, yeah. maybe just having a yeah, little, yeah. little uh, more preparation on like other outlets. Like I started my website once I started going viral, but uh, and I get almost 500,000 clicks on oh, just my website, you know, and I just want to give more information. Like people want recipes. People want people want a lot from the lunch they want to know you know they want to know where I got yeah. stuff they want I mean to know. you could even and, sell like a cookbook and stuff like that yeah and that's what yeah a lot of people have asked me about that and I just wish I, I had more in that sort of way where I had more time and I was I wish I just could be like oh I I posted this lunch video. I have the recipe on my website. I have the cooking video on my YouTube. Like I just yeah. wish it was a little bit more streamlined. Um I'm trying to get there, but it's just a lot <laughs> yeah. to do in like a short period of time where I just kind of blew up. So in that, in that aspect, that's the only thing I just wish I could give more to the people that want more. I'm glad you brought that up because that's something I recently noticed with one of my clients.
0: Um, she's a fashion blogger and she posted like a, Amazon favorites video and it blew up and she didn't have anywhere to send them to find the link for affiliate link. right so yeah that's a really good point i feel like being prepared even you know if you don't go viral the next day just having those resources even for like the one or two people that might comment and want it is super powerful
1: that's what they want is they want and once you suggest something like of course they're going to know where you got it you know they're going to wanna know what you're doing and how you did it. So it's it's a lot of work for sure. But definitely are, worth you, it.
0: are you looking into like the blogging side of it or do you kind of feel like blogging is like slowing down or what's your thoughts on that?
1: Honestly, I always wanted to start a blog. Like that was one of my goals. But I I went to school for journalism, but I hate writing. That's my only downfall is I hate writing and even as a person I don't like I don't like a lot of gibberish talking. Yeah. So, um, you know, I I worked in the service industry for so long, and I think that's why I had a lot of conversations of, like, nothing. So it, <laughs> I think blogging's great because it's still, like, I think the number one way to get on the actual computer and people want to read. And, you know, there there is yeah. still that niche, and it's a huge – huge thing, so I think but I don't know it's like a divide where TikTok's so instant and fast and people love that but then there are other people who actually like love the articles love oh, all yeah. the information that they get so I don't think it's going anywhere not 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 yet is your biggest goal to drive people
0: to like Instagram and YouTube um, where do you like, what, how do you see yourself
1: expanding? What's kind of your goal there? I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> I'm happy with just what's going on now. I'm just trying to, yeah, just lead everyone everywhere to my social medias. But honestly, I, I don't know what the end goal is. I just, I just hope that people follow me somewhere where they can get creative ideas. I love creating things and um, art is a passion of mine. Um I've been doing makeup for 15 years so that's another passion of mine. So not just the food yeah. but you know expanding the yeah. other areas too. I like that. Do you feel ever like any pressure to stay
0: like in your lane like in your niche and not
1: create other types of content on TikTok? I <laughs> kind of in a way because everyone loves my lunch videos so I feel like sometimes I have to <laughs> people just want my lunch videos and that's great. But, um, I have so much more to offer <laughs> than my lunch videos, but I mean, I'm happy with just doing my lunch videos because I'm doing it anyways. I love that. Like, you're just having fun with it. And it's like a no pressure
0: thing. Cause so many times you see creators that like have these big expectations and put so much pressure on themselves and it like really kills the fun in it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can imagine if like as even like your did you say boyfriend or husband my husband yeah um yeah i i'm sure that's a little bit different like especially like even comedy because it you have to come up with different fun you know comedy skits and it's a little different whereas me i'm making her lunch anyway so you know it's i just have to set up the camera before i do it
0: yeah i love that like that's such a great uh it's a good way of looking at it that, you know, there's some types of creators that it's a lot more labor intensive, I think. So it's, it's cool that TikTok is a platform where you can just share your normal life and people find it interesting.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like reality TV shows, you know, like that's why we love it so much because it's just, I mean, even some of them are scripted, but regardless, you know, people just get sucked into, just other people's lives and seeing what they're doing and what, you know, I think that's what makes it interesting.
0: Yeah, it feels a lot more authentic, like you were saying. Yes. What kind of advice would you give someone that's wanting to get onto TikTok and have the kind of success that you've had?
1: Do what you like, definitely. Do something that you like, whether it's um, maybe you are into trick shots, you know, I don't know, do something that you like. So if you do go viral for it, people will want you to do the same thing on something that you love and not just something that you just like did because, you know, someone else was doing it. I agree. Totally. It's not
0: just about going viral. It's about going viral for the right reasons.
1: Right. For sure.
0: Okay. Awesome. Now we're going to get into our speed round. Are you ready? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, here we go anyway. Okay. Um, what
1: is your favorite trend on TikTok? Right now, I love all the transitional stuff because I suck at it. So I love watching those trends, um, all the transition ones.
0: It's so funny because they say like trends just, you know, in general and in, in life, like come back around, like, you know, like the 70s is in right now. Uh, the transitions were really cool when I first got on Musical.ly in 2016. It was like the thing. Right. And now it's the thing again. I love it. Okay, who's your favorite creator to follow?
1: Um, My favorite is probably Brittany Brittany Xavier. I followed her uh, on Instagram already, so I already love her. But she's a fashion fashion blogger and she does the whole fashion but she also does the mommy things she has a daughter and she had her young so um I love her too yeah and she's I feel like I can relate to her because she does a lot of trendy stuff but she also does her niche stuff too yeah I love that um what is your favorite tv show um The Office of course (laughs) a classic yeah. What is your favorite podcast? I'm not a podcast person. I, I
0: know. I oh, so by default, you have to say this one then.
1: Yes. yours. For <laughs> sure. I just, um, I just never tried. I think it's because I'm just always so busy doing stuff that I don't get to, it's hard for me to read, watch TV, do, uh, listen to a podcast or anything like that. I just kind of, I feel that.
0: Yeah. I listen um. to podcasts when I like clean and stuff. That's like it's kind of like my mindless, not mindless cuz some of them are interesting, but it's like what I listen to when I'm multitasking or like when I'm working out, like that kind of thing.
1: Right. I mean, I should. I definitely should, Mora. I I mean, I don't knock it, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I it took me a while to get into them. Not until really yeah. last year. Okay, so and last but not least, who is your biggest influence on social media? Who do you take the most inspiration from?
1: I mean again, yeah, Brittany Xavier probably. I just she's just cool. Um I also love Desi Perkins. She's my favorite beauty, beauty yes. YouTuber awesome. person. Yeah. And Bretman, because he's always so funny. Bretman Rock is uh, hilarious.
0: Yes. Thank you so much
1: for joining me. Thank you for having me. Sorry, I know <laughs> you're was, like fine. my first
0: like interview interview. So no, you're one hundred percent fine. You did great, and I feel like you had really great feedback because I have a lot of mom followers and clients that want to do TikTok but feel like they can't because they're a mom and they you know don't feel like they're good enough to, or they're you know they're not trendy enough, or they're not crafty enough, or whatever. Um, So I think always just hearing from someone, you know, what's working for them and what isn't working and that they can do it, too, is always super helpful.
1: Right. Moms just have to know that they're not just the mom. Like a lot of moms get stuck in that hole of the mom life. And, you know, you are your own person and you were someone before you had kids. But now you just have kids and you're that person still. So they just have to remember you know, who they are and what they like doing, even if it's just cleaning, like people want cleaning videos, you know, they want organization videos, like they just have to realize that, you know, they're not just being a mom is a huge thing, but it's not what, what they are like 100%. Yeah, I love that. And there's
0: so many niches out there, literally. Someone could make a TikTok about laundry, and it would
1: probably go viral. Yeah, seriously. I mean, there is. It's crazy. Now I'm going to go look for that. Yeah. (laughs) I (laughs) mean, yeah, the trending video, have you seen the uh, washer cleaning out video? I've heard about it. I need to look into
0: this because now I'm like, do I really want to know how gross my washer is?
1: Yeah, I told my boyfriend he needed to clean out our washer.
0: Oh, my gosh. I don't, wanna, I don't even want to go down that road. Like, I don't think right. I want to know.
1: Right. If you don't know, <laughs> it won't hurt you. <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks again for joining me. Thank you so much, Victoria.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of TikTok Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave us a review in the iTunes store and let us know what you liked about the episode. We'd love to hear from you. Catch you next week. Peace out, Girl Scout.